You're listening to Vocalo Radio. I'm Ari Mejia, and this is Love Found, a mini-series featuring Chicago stories of finding love in all its forms. My dad passed away in the summer of 2021. He was really tall, had big curly hair like me, and he just had this infallible smile, doing what smiles do best, brightening up every person, every situation, and every room. Sometimes when I look in the mirror and I stare into my eyes for almost too long, I can see his eyes looking back at me. I miss my dad, and that's not to say it wasn't a relationship full of complication and difficulty, but he was my dad. He is still my dad, and he will always be my dad. It was Christmas 2018, and he was just at the beginning of his battle with cancer that would ultimately take his life. I sat with him in his den in Louisville, where he lived at the time. One of his cats curled up next to me, and he handed me a gift. It was a watch. Specifically, it was his watch. The watch he wore through the duration of my childhood. He created an heirloom in a moment. I wear his watch every day, and I plan to for all of my days. We live in a vastly material world, which at times in my life, yeah, I've judged. I thought we shouldn't put stock in things, but in each other, in memories, in love. But nothing is black and white. A big lesson of my 30s, just to be honest. And as I grow older, I find that the things we hold dear are important because we have the incredible human ability to fuel them with this energy and power, creating meaning that is sometimes beyond our world. This is what today's story is about. Jasmine sent us her story of finding love in the form of an object she deemed sacred in a Chicago alley during a time in all of our lives that we will never forget. Here's Jasmine and what she found. There are people who believe that you can talk to God the way that we're speaking to each other. I don't believe that. But I do believe that there are sort of like mediums that can allow us to like come in contact with something really spiritual or divine. I always love the idea that a piece of jewelry or like an item for your home can be a way to communicate and like commune with something. I think for me that's a lot of what thrifting is, what like, you know, vintage or reused items are, is just that feeling that it had a different life and it's come in my path for a reason. This is some kind of message or some kind of medium or vessel for connection. I grew up in the black church and in a very like beautiful and rich Christian tradition. And in my adolescence and like the beginning of college, I feel like I had some really demoralizing experiences with evangelical Christianity. And by the end of college, I was really trying to heal and really trying to figure out like, what does it mean to feel this deep well of like spiritual connection? while not wanting to really be involved in religion in any way. When protests were happening, the death of George Floyd, like all the violence that was happening in the world, we talked about reckoning, but to me it just felt like a lot of the spiritual wounds of our nation and of just like people were being opened up. Like there's wounds that I didn't even know I had that I'm carrying that aren't even mine, you know, like they're ancestral wounds that never had space to heal. There was ancestral rage that never had space to rage. There was just so much death and so much fear and so much anxiety 
it felt like a very important time to have a strong spiritual practice. How do I design something that's actually true for me in this moment and more true than what was before? I was like, I want an altar. Like, that was the word that was coming up. So it was in June of 2020. I remember, it's very strange. It feels like a fever dream of a time. Like I feel like that week at the very end of May and like that first week of June was just like a fever dream. It feels very clear and also blurry. Protests were going on all over the country. I remember just being being in my apartment and just hearing helicopters like all the time every day. And it was so hot and felt like everything was boiling over in a way. I'd been just thinking a lot about what does it look like to feel engaged in what's happening, but in a way that's true to me. Like, what does healing look like in this moment? What does it look like to be tapping into like a deeper, bigger power? or an ancestral power in a time when things feel so hopeless. Our apartment was really close to the lakefront. We were on like 55th and South Everett. So we were like very, very close to the lake. I was just going like on my whatever daily walk that we were all doing at the beginning of the pandemic. And I walked down the stairs and I was in the alleyway and I just looked and I saw this really beautiful like wood dresser. And it was missing the dresser drawers, which was kind of perfect because it was just the, like the, almost like the frame of the dresser. It had been used. It wasn't really broken. It was just missing its drawers. And I saw it and I just like the first thing I thought was like, oh, this is it. Like this is the altar. The wood was shiny. Like it just looked like it had been well loved. It didn't feel like it had just been like thrown away. It's almost like it had been emptied for me, you know? It hadn't been emptied for my own things to be put in there. And then I think I called my roommate or I might have gone back upstairs and I was like, hey, this is really annoying of me to ask you, but will you help me carry this very heavy, like, oak, you know, dresser up to our apartment? It was too heavy to carry alone, but also awkward to carry with another person upstairs. So it took us a while, but we made it up. I left it in the living room for a little just to clean it so that like, I could get all the dust and the cobwebs off of it. Each of our rooms was, like, our office, where we went to bed, like, where we, like, read. It was, like, our, you know, whole lives were happening in each of our separate rooms. And so I put mine in in my room in that little apartment I think even in that moment I was kind of like I don't know even what it really means to have an altar I don't even know how to really build one I don't even know what I'm going to do with it but it just felt for me like an invitation to be involved in that moment in a way that felt accessible to me I don't know like I just feel like having that altar in my room having that piece of furniture it was like there's a million ways that you can be involved that you can activate and your resource, it's like you're not alone. Like there's a way to access like ancestral power that's much greater than you. Over the years, I've been thinking a lot more about the elements, right? So like earth, fire, water, air, and like how to be in, engaged with those things as part of spiritual practice. So like lighting candles, lighting incense, doing that every day on the altar. Certain books that feel particularly important to me. I have like pictures of me as a kid. It's almost like inner child altar energy. A photo or like a photo of me and my mom when I was a baby. My grandmother in this like gorgeous white fur coat. Flowers, I like to put fresh flowers, dried flowers on there. A lot of like what I experienced in engaging with and building my altar is the reminder that like there's ancient love that I can always tap into and also that the love that I have is going to like feed and nourish generations like beyond me. We're taught that romance is this very finite thing and that it only happens in, with certain people in a certain way, in a certain time, in a certain context. That wood is alive, you know? I think sometimes we, we feel like objects are like dead or transactional. And I think about that, the pieces of wood that helped to create this. I think about the life it had before and choosing to 
polish it and clean it and make it beautiful at an altar. The love I've been able to experience by whatever, doing a meditation or a prayer or reflection, but as it relates to like my ancestors, my family, it's a reminder again that love isn't even bound to the physical. It doesn't even have to happen in this lifetime. This episode and the Love Found miniseries was created and produced by me, Ari Mejia, Vocalo's community and audio storytelling producer. Production intern Joshua X. Miller is the associate producer of this series. Thank you to legendary Ayana Contreras for believing in love and editing this piece. And to Jasmine Barnes. Thank you for sharing your story with us and the world of Vocalo. Check out this series and other incredible Vocalo content at Vocalo.org. Thank you for listening.